are back. See? Again. That's it, man. We have been able to, you know what? I think we've maintained our R2C2 mojo through the offseason. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody is just loving your glasses. Have you noticed this? It's become a thing. Like, the CC offseason beard glasses look, it, it's taken off in Yankee land. The fans love it, man. Yeah, I'm not in Lanky, Yankee land during the offseason, so, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> and you can't have the beard during the season. So. Yeah, so it's like, you know what I mean? Have you ever had those conversations like, hey, what do you think if we, like, change this rule? And allow us to have. Beers. Nah, it ain't, it ain't no. That's a boss rule. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So there's no, there's no changing that. Some things you just can't. Yeah, it, it ain't nothing. Yeah, it, yeah nothing you, you can do about you're not that. Not gonna be able to do it. How's the contact situation going? For my glasses. Yeah, because weren't oh, you I'm gonna? Good. Good, yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah, feels good. We got it figured out. Oh, nice man. Very yeah. good. I like it. Well, the style is being very much appreciated by Yankee Land, even if you're not a part of it. They like it, man. They're very, <laughs> I was even getting hit up after we did the Yes video, like, wow, C looks great. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, I told him. It's a good look. It's my disguise. One yeah. of Carter's friends, uh, his, like his little buddy comes over on Saturdays after they play basketball, and he was like, is, is that a disguise? Is that your disguise? Because I had on hat, glasses, my beard, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, this is me. That's your, in <laughs> your incognito off-season really look? That's yeah. true. When you, it, yeah, that's the thing too. I think we've talked about this with someone else who was tall, who was a guest. But like, you know, if you're trying to be incognito, easier if you're not as big, right? Like, because you could. Oh yeah, there's no grow chance of yeah. yeah, yeah. When you're sick, well, you're no six, chance seven, to be hiding. Yeah, yeah, in, in anything. Six seven, you're not gonna be mm, not like, hiding. Same thing. Same thing with hey, what's it gonna be like for Judge? Like year after year now in this city, he can't hide anymore. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I I think you just get used to it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, you, it's you, so it's nothing. You know, what I mean, it's nothing you can do about it. Like it ain't. You can't change your body. You can't change anything. So you just. Get used to getting, you know, getting harassed. Is, is that, <laughs> would there ever be a level of fame that you would reach that you think would just make you stay in the house all the time? Like if you had Jay-Z, because Jay, you already have a good amount of fame. Yeah, but if you nah. had Jay-Z fame, do you think you'd be like, I'm just staying in the house? No, he don't stay in the house. I know he doesn't. He, I mean, but they're, like Eminem they're everywhere. talks about how he kind of does, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm not that type of like, I'm not going to let it disrupt my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm gonna still go to the movies. I'm gonna still go hang out with my friends and do different things, and um, you know, it's just part of it. No. But but Hove does. I mean, he's he's out and about. Like he'll go to whatever restaurant he wants, yeah. walk around. That's good. He goes man. he goes everywhere. You don't want to have that all that stuff stripped from you. you yeah, know? and I mean, it just makes you weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like <laughs> if you stay in the house, it makes you weird. It's true. You need. You might as well just deal with the people uh, and and you know deal with it. You need some exposure to the rest. Of the when when does uh, Hope come out with another solo album? You think we have to wait a while? I don't. I don't think that happens. You think it's he's done with solo yeah, albums? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Are I mean, I I don't are know. You speaking I with insider know. knowledge. I have no idea. No, I have really? no clue. I haven't talked to him or talked to anybody. No, I mean, but I mean. I don't know. I mean, he came out with this album with Beyonce this last year. That's um, true. And he had four. I mean, I could, I could see one more, but yeah. I mean, just my gut's telling me that that might be it. Four, four, four. Do you have the kind of relationship with him where you could like, where you text him and be like, "Hey, man, when am I getting a new album?" Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Yeah. Have you ever done it? No, I never text him. No, you nah. ever did that? I say, like I say, I don't want to text him stupid shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you, <laughs> like, I don't are you classifying want, this I don't as want, stupid shit? This that's is stupid important shit. shit. I don't want people texting me stupid shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I wouldn't text him stupid shit. What would be like, <laughs> what would be the equivalent of stupid shit from people to text you? Um, 
like about your career? What would it what uh, would it be? That would be like, like why are you texting me this? Like are when are you like during the season, like are you pitching again or when are you pitching again? Like you can't go look that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> just you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I I, I would have to Get the text to show you, and then it'll be like, I'm going to text you, forward it to you, be like, this is stupid shit. All right, the next one you get that stupid I'll, shit, I'll take, even I'll, if it's from me myself. I'll like, forward yeah. it to you. <laughs> do you, do you, still you know what was yeah. stupid shit? When Matt Siegel texted me about something shit I said about Babe Ruth or something. Remember that? Oh, yes, that yes, That was yes. fucking stupid. Don't text me that dumb shit. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm, glad, said, you, I'm glad you called out Matt, because Matt's used to ragging on everybody where else. I'm like, so. Where he was like, if somebody said, you said Babe Ruth isn't real or some shit oh, like that. Remember yes, that? Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. I'm like, yeah. don't text me this stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't drag me into a world that I don't even know is going on. Oh, my uh, God. That's funny. I know what it is. You know what I would, clar- I would classify that as for me when I'm at – I couldn't actually – I may not even be at Yankee Stadium, and someone will text me, like, if there's inclement weather or there's a possibility, are we playing tonight? Like, what are you hearing about the weather? And it's like, you know, it's like 11 a.m. and I'm doing a WNBA game in Atlanta. And I'm, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, I, I've, or just like, I don't know, it's 11 a.m. Like, I'm, how would I know? Wait, by just now? like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. We, the players don't know. But isn't it funny? Like, everybody assumes that if you're at the stadium, you know exactly what's, what's going to happen with yeah, the weather. For sure, yeah, for sure. They do. Like, I, that's that, that uh, that's another thing that pissed me off too. Like they know when they're gonna cancel the games. Like they make us drive in. Like just cancel that shit at eleven a.m. Why the fuck am I driving in and you know you about to cancel this game? That's not an off day. So then now I have to use one of my off days. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't get a full off day. That's no, weak. that is. Don't I hate like that, that shit. You think you, you know when that gonna... always happens on day games too? Oh. It's always a day game where I'm like up at seven a.m. and I'm like. <laughs> Should I drive in? Should I not? And I get halfway there and they cancel the game. I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I could have stayed in the bed. Like, this shit pisses me off. Sometimes, like, I think rain delays are fun for camaraderie and Uh, hanging out. Like, and then. For us, you mean? Well, I don't know because I'm not down there with you guys, but I feel it even with, like, like, if I'm spending, like, an hour or two, like, just, like, hanging out with, like, David Cohn or whatever and, like, kind of, you know, there's, like, this weird loopy energy that people get during a rain delay where it's just, like, What's going on here? But then people yeah. start telling stories. It, it depends. It, it can be. It can be. They, some rain delays are really fun. Yeah. Like some rain delays are like you know we got a soccer ball out, kicking ball around, or you know Didi's doing some shit, or like everybody's hanging around. You know, because when you have a rain delay, most of the time everybody's in one room. Yeah. Because you're just waiting to to see when we're starting back. But like during the during the course of the day, like guys are scattered all over the clubhouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Guys are in the food room, different places. But most of the time during the rain delay, we're all in one spot. So that makes for like some interesting games and fun times. So what does Didi do that he's like? Uh, uh, Didi just does everything. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it could be, you know, him with a drone or, um, you know, some kind of electronical device or, you know, soccer ball, anything. Like it's just it, it, most of the stuff comes from his locker. He, fl- he flies a drone around the clubhouse? Sometimes, yeah. That is amazing, yeah. man. I, it's What's awesome is like. Didi has all these other interests. Didi's a he's cool like, ass dude, man. Like he really he's just is. he does everything. Like there's nothing that he can't do really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like anything. Like there's like he draws. You know what I'm saying? Like he does everything. You know what else is funny too? Like, and sometimes I'll joke about this with him. Like, if you ask him something, sometimes like he answers immediately, like in this contrarian tone. Have you know you like it's like, so man, like you know, what's your approach against left-handed pitching you're hitting so well against lefties it's like a complimentary thing right and he's like 
well, my approach against left-handed pitching is exactly the same as my approach against right-handed pitching. You know, like, you know, like no, man, I'm just paying you a compliment. We're just having a conversation. And then, like, he gets to he a gets place. He gets defensive sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but then he gets to a place where he, like, will give you something interesting. But, like, his, like, autopilot is defensive, you yeah, know? like sure. and, and it's hilarious I think that's me. most players, though, especially yeah. playing here. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I get that. And, like, I have... I love that guy, and I have a great relationship with him. So I just find it like funny because I'll be like, "Man, what do you? Want? I'm I'm just asking you this," and he'd be like, "I know, I know." <laughs> but he's like, he he is. He's just a cool guy, man. He's an interesting. He dude. does a lot of different things, man. It's fun. I I hope he gets back, you know, sooner than later this season because he's such a huge part of what you guys do, and you just like, he's a dude who like I always feel good against. Like good pitching, bad pitching, no matter what, that that guy is just like steady, man, and his yeah, defense too. His defense. That's what I was about to say. I mean, you know, at the plate, he's getting better. Obviously, getting better every year, but his defense is unmatched. Like he makes every play. So there's nobody in the league that I'd rather have besides Didi playing short. So, um, yeah, we need him back soon. How about you know? Because one of the things um, you know, the powers that be who want us to discuss on on this episode of R two C two is the rest of the offseason moves. And, you know, since we last spoke, I th- you guys didn't have Adovino yet. Um, and now you add Adovino. Uh, you have Britton in the pen. Obviously, you still have Dellen and Chapman. You go with Holder and, and Green as a starter. What, what do you think about that bullpen you guys have? It's amazing. It's, uh, I mean, I, I said last year we had the best bullpen ever. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? And, and it might be this year. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So it's just, uh, you know. The thing about a, a bullpen, though, is, you know, the, the guys' performances change year to year. I mean, that's every everything, every position, but more so in the bullpen, you never know. It's, it's, it's very unpredictable. So to have, like, those four solid guys in the back, you know, is, it makes a huge deal. That's a great point because, for whatever reason, relievers are more volatile. Like, you, you, you see a guy have a sub-two ERA yeah, and then a five just, ERA the next You just really year. never know, especially changing teams and changing leagues and different things. Like, you just never know how it's going to shake out year to year with relievers. Um, so, but, but to have, you know, Chappie back there, have, you know, Britton, Dylan, Adovino, like, those guys are solid. You yeah. Know I mean, those guys are all-stars. They've been doing it for a long time. They know how to get themselves, in, you know, in and out of jams. You know what I'm saying? So – um, I think I think it's going to be big for us. The other nice thing is one goes on the DL, hey, you have three more to cover for him, right? Or if one's struggling for a period of time, the other guys can cover for him. Kind of like all inter- – everybody there knows what it's like to close. They know what it's like to pitch in big games. I mean, it's it's filthy. As a starter, it's got to be like, hey, like, I mean, I know your mentality is always going to be I want to go as long as possible, but, like, you guys really are in a position where if you throw five good innings – those guys could lock down a game for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you like you said, you always want to go. Obviously, want to go deeper in the game as possible. But if you can't, you know, you have Holder, you got Greeny, you got you know, um, you know those four in the back. So it's it's just going to be a lot of fun. You got Tommy Canley. You know what I'm saying? Like we still got. I mean, we you know it's guys. You know, we got Tarpley. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he looked good at the he end. He looked of the great year, at the man. end of the year. Yeah. So we got to wait and see what he comes in with. I mean, there's so many options out of that pen. It's going to be fun to watch. What what um. What are your impressions of Adovino? What you've seen from him and his stuff, and, and I've never seen him pitch. Oh, you have. Uh, I've only seen like that breaking ball that they show on MLB Network with a <laughs> yeah. guy scooting back. I mean, looks filthy, <laughs> and he's very confident. He said he struck out Babe Ruth every time. That's so. right, he did. So that's good. And I told you my story of facing him, and right, I think I did with him. Dude, I yeah, 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 you did. Which you know what's okay. I'm glad we have this opportunity to talk about this. Like, so when he signed with the Yankees. 
of course, like I was like, oh, here's a fun, cute story I'll tell. Like I faced him in high school, right? Did he say you didn't? No. Oh. He he know he, he I'm I don't know if he knows or doesn't know. He followed me on Instagram. I didn't ask him. I didn't DM him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't message him that. Like, I don't know if he knows that we faced each other in high school. <laughs> That's oh, all I got as shit. far as him knowing or not. But what was amazing to me is I thought, like, okay, this is a fun, cute story to share. Like, of course, like, it would be more unnatural to not share a story about me, like, facing a guy the Yankees just signed than it would be to share, right? Like, I'm one of our Yankees announcers. Very natural, right? It's amazing. Me telling a story about popping up to shallow center field, how many legitimate, and this is why, you know, Twitter is, you know, filth of the world, but like how many legitimate responses I got from people that were like, oh, nice humble brag, man. I'm like, humble brag? Or like, nice, what is it? Flex. Nice flex. I'm like, flex? I'm talking about something that's purely happenstance based on geography that happens to be yeah, cute but and you coincidental. Can't let those people would bother you, though. I like. know. I, you're right about that. I agree. I should. Who cares about like, those people? But <laughs> like, the shit happened. I thought, I thought like, it didn't happen. And, oh, like, no. somebody was calling you out like this shit didn't happen. No. Who gives a fuck if those people believe you or not? Like, I fuck know. those people. But it's just weird when people are like, nice flex, bro. I'm like, I'm flexing? I popped out to shallow center field. What kind of flex is that? Yeah. I was merely mentioning it's a lot a of weirdos out there, bro. Oh, my gosh. It, they, there are, man. There are. And, and for the most part, usually, like, if someone tweets at me and they're like, you know, you suck, man. I'm like, Were you going no, back and forth with people on this topic? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. But, like, you know, like, if, if someone's like, you suck, that doesn't bother me because I'm like, I know I don't. You know, like, they're and they're like, you're just intentionally trying to be a troll or inflammatory, whatever. But if you say something that, like, I feel like is just, like, sort of a little more niche than that or nuanced and, like, inaccurate, like, I don't know. That Remember we talked about sometimes someone was like, hey, Cece, why is your arm slot dropped slightly? And all of a sudden it's like, wait, is it? Like, you know, like, so though there's some weird things sometimes that could get under my skin, man. <laughs> like, if it's flagrant, I let it go. But if it's like, and I was like, what are these people talking? This isn't a flex, man. Anyway, I spit all over the table. I, 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 you're right. I should have just let it go. You should have let that shit go. Some shit you got to let go, bro. I know, man. Anyway, I did face out of, you know, in high school. And he <laughs> did get me to pop out the surf. And I do remember seeing that slider and being like, you know, the, it was, you know how like. Did he go to college? Was he a college guy? You yeah, know? he went to Northeastern. Okay. Yeah, he went to Northeastern. And then was a uh, first round pick by the Cardinals, I believe. 30th okay. overall. Like, I mean, so, yeah, he had pedigree and was a starter and then turned reliever, you know, and he's nasty, man. I That pen could just be filthy. What about your offseason overall? How do you feel about, like, the moves you guys have made in total? Oh, we've done some we've done some good things, I think. Uh, I think the the Paxton move gets, gets overlooked just because it was so early in the offseason. Nobody really talks about us signing that guy, I mean, or trading for that guy. I mean, that could be – I mean, that guy can win the Cy Young. He's got that type of stuff, so – you know, adding him with, you know, Sevy and Tanaka, I mean, it's going to be huge. So, um, you know, I, I think the, I think our moves are very underrated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think but I think it's been some good moves, and I don't think we needed much. It's already a already really good team that, you know, um, that went to the ALCS. So, 
you know, I don't think it's needed that much. I, I I agree with you. That's how I felt all along. Like, did we go to the ALCS? ALDS. Yeah. Last ALDS last year. Last well, year, CS yeah. seventeen, game yeah. seven, DS last year. My brain's know. fried. Yeah, hey, it's all right, man. They like, but the I I kind of agree. I'm like, I feel like it's underrated, and I think the Paxton one does get overlooked because it happened. A while ago, or I, I maybe it that's happened what so it is. early in the offseason that yeah. people just overlook it. But that's gonna, I mean, that's that could potentially be a huge, huge trade for us. Yeah, huge. man. Well, I mean, and also you get a full season of Hap now too. Mm-hmm. You know, those are big things for the rotation. For sure, I, I agree, man. I, I really like what you guys have done, and I think the only reason it hasn't gotten the fanfare it deserves is because people were expecting the big splash, right? They were expecting Machado or Harper, and because that hasn't happened. Were people expecting Harper? I don't See, know, See, I'm not man. in Yankee land like you are. Like yeah. People were expecting us to sign Bryce Harper. I don't think they were once you traded for Stanton, but like years before that, always. So I think there's still like some built-up uh, expectation of like Bryce Harper in a Yankee uniform. He grew up a Yankee fan. They Everybody were like, grew up a Yankee fan. <laughs> I know. They were winning championships in the 90s, so everybody that was a kid during that po- that period grew up Yankee. It's not the most unique thing. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But so I think I think people were more, by the end of the year, more expecting Machado for this particular team. But, like, they still have some – there's some remnants of their mentality over the last few years before you traded to Stanton, when it was like, oh, when Harper's going to be a free agent, they'll get him, you know? Which, by the way – Man, he's still being out there. Is that crazy Both to you? of them still being out there. It's almost yeah. fucking February. Isn't and these guys are 25, 26 years old, best players in the league, and they can't get a job. It's crazy. Oh. So crazy to me. I, I don't understand what's going on. I have no clue. I don't know what's happening or what's not, you know, owners, whatever. I don't know. I have no answers. I just think it's fucking nuts. Is it something? That, and it's not even those guys. It's the guys behind them, too. You know, you got Adam Jones out here, free agent. You got Gio Gonzalez out here. Like, these are big league, quality big league players that can help teams win. And they're not being signed. It's crazy. I don't understand. Do you think there's going to be a breaking point at some point soon with this? Because this is the second offseason in a row we've seen It's the second like offseason in a row. And last year we were just saying, oh, you know, it's the, the talent. The guys are out there. This year it's the fucking talent's out there. Yeah. These guys should be getting signed. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I have no answers. I don't know what's going on. I have no clue, but. It's just crazy. It's so crazy that it's almost February and that the two biggest names in baseball, in the sport, can't get a job. Right. It's crazy. In their prime, too. In their prime. Like, t- I mean, these guys are 26 years old. Like, I do understand the teams going away from giving 10-year deals to 30-year-old guys. Yeah, I get but, that. But yeah, these and, guys are 26. And A-Rod you know? had a good point. You know, when he signed his two-year 250, 10-year 250, that was 10 years ago. Right. Almost. Yeah, but... Yeah, it was after yeah, the it was, it after, was after the O seven season. Yeah, so yeah. almost and more than the, 10 the years games ago. the game's been growing. You know, every yeah. team's making money. Yeah. So the salary should go up. It is what it is. The guy's making forty fucking million dollars a year. It is what it is. The the, the sport can handle it. You right. know what I'm saying? You they they're trying to control the salaries and, and they're doing a good job of it. Well, this is what I always say in regard to NBA salaries too, when you look at like guys because all of a sudden the numbers are gonna get so much bigger than what people are used to. But you really have to look at them as a percentage of the revenue, right? Not the actual number itself. Because the the revenue is going look up at the, and up. Look at the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah look at right. look at what the sports is where the sport is going. Right. It's growing. So exactly. the players need to get paid accordingly. I guess that's what's interesting. I don't know enough about MLB's financials to know how much more money they're making now than they were in 2008. Now, I, I don't know, but I know yeah. they're making every team's making money. Yeah. Where back back in 2008 some of the teams might have might have been operating, you know, in the red. Yeah. Now all these teams are making money. Yeah. That's the it, 
and and that's why it's like you could look at a number and say like wow like they're not worth let's i'll use the nba so it's not as close to home right like wow that dude's not worth 45 million but is he worth 15 percent of you know your team's salary or is he worth like 25 percent of your team's salary? and all of a sudden it's like oh yeah he is you got to think of it more as a percentage of what the league is bringing in than as like an individual number that just seems enormous to you yeah and, and but the number is what it is. If the if the, the sports growing, the teams can handle it. Got to pay the players. I, yeah, I agree, man. You know what I'm saying I, I I do agree with that. I I'm curious what's going to happen here. Like, and I wonder if, you know, I mean, I was hearing suggestion or I was reading some reports about could Manny sign a one year deal and go hit free well, agency again he, next year? Could he sign a two or three year deal? Yeah, and right. still be in his twenties. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. What? Yeah. What if he signed like a three-year deal and for then, like and got to the next thirty-five CBA. million a year, and yeah. then got to the next CBA? You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, That's a good point. Who knows? Yeah. But I would, mean, would you be stressed if you were if this was your big free agent year? Oh if this my was your oh, your oh nine? Yeah. Oh, I'd be stressed out. Yeah. I was stressed out, and I just, I signed December fifth, <laughs> <laughs> and I was stressed out, and everybody in Yankee Land was saying, "Why it take so long?" Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you do know about Yankee? I know. I have no idea, but I know what people were saying about about me not taking that contract right away when they first offered it here. Speaking of like stupid shit text messages, do people asking you like how your free agency is going qualify as that? If people are like, what's going on? See, are you going to sign? Like, oh uh, yeah, I bet you Manny's like turned his phone off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't know Harper at all, but I yeah. know, I, but I'm sure uh, Machado's turned his phone off. Have you? Break a little news for us on R2C2C. Have you reached out to Manny again at any point recently? I talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think is it still possible he ends up in pinstripes? You think? I have. I think the. I think the longer that this shit drags out, the better chance we have. Interesting. I mean, it would be. It'd be. I mean, a heck of a coup to finish off the off season with him after everything else the team's already done. I don't think that it's a. You know, it's not. It's not as necessary as some other teams that don't have as many pieces, but. Man, he is still an incredible player. Oh my God, he's a, he's a, I mean, he's one of the best third basemen in the league. You know what I'm saying? So shortstops too, but but yeah, I mean, to be able to get that guy for any team is going to be huge. Yeah, you add him to our rosters, I mean, puts us over the top. Yeah. By the way, how about Hall of Fame news this? Uh, you know, this past week. Let's start with your buddy and former teammate Mariano Rivera being the first unanimous Hall of Famer. Were you excited for him? I was, man. I, I texted him and, and tried to call him. I'm sure he's getting a bunch of calls, but it's just awesome to see. I mean, we knew he was going in. You know, I knew he was going in unanimous. Yeah, you, know you had saying? no doubt? I, I, I really didn't. I, I just felt like he's the perfect guy for it. I, I mean, it's, it's been a bunch of guys before that probably should have uh, got it, but just leading up to it and everybody talking about it, I, I, thought, it, I thought he'd be the guy. I'm so happy for seeing the reaction. Do you see that video of the reaction of his family when they found out it yeah, was Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was so cool, And just man. knowing his family and knowing his kids and knowing, you know, every everything. It was fun to see that. See that. I like that when they show the call and the family's around. That's, that's dope. It's that's so awesome. cool. He also has the most gorgeous signature I've ever seen in my life. His handwriting. With Have you ever seen his autograph? Like... I mean, I'm sure you have. I'm trying to, have, I'm trying to recall read. it. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's it's ridiculous. It's like a, a Van Gogh. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> it's 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 insane. Looking at what's his, this got to do with his with I the Hall don't of know, Fame? Man, I'm just, <laughs> well, now he's. I can't believe how gorgeous the script of his H O F is going to be at the bottom of his name. I was so happy for him because you know, as a Yankee fan, I'm 32, right? I grew up. Mo is you know my prime 
you know, uh, growing up years as a Yankee fan. And, like, that feeling you had with him coming into the game, like, it's just it, – it's hard to even really articulate what that felt like as a fan. I'm sure even more so what it felt like as a teammate. But, like, knowing that you had a superhero on your team, right? Like, in your mind, yeah, he was I'll, infallible. I'll go, I'll go back to playing against him. And like, yeah. and what that felt like watching the run out, it's like, fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have to lead by the eighth inning, which we never did most of the time against them, then it's over. Like, it's literally over. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> nothing you can do. I remember, uh, I don't know what year it was. Might have been 2002. Bill, Billy Selby hit a grand slam walk off of against him in, uh, in, in Cleveland at Jacobs Field. And that was like the, the, the highlight of our season. Like, we partied like it was like the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> like he just he had a grand slam off Mo, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like he lefty hitter too. Like it was just crazy. So like to be on his team was was awesome, but like playing against him was was the worst. Yeah, it is like when he used to blow a save. I literally I used to always do this. I can remember one save because it was a win that Pettit had in the bag, and Marco Scudero hit a three run homer off. Oh, in I Oakland. remember that. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we always had bad games in Oakland. Yeah, God damn. I know. It's hard. Yeah, like, I remember that. that, 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 that. Yeah. And um, I remember just like waiting for the replay to see what actually happened. Because surely Mo didn't actually give that up. Like anytime he blew a save, I would sit there waiting for the replay of what really happened. I, I would uh, I, like every time he blew a save, I would just know that 40 in a row were coming after. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like that one, whatever. You know what I mean? It, and a lot of the times, like when he when he would blow a save, it would like to be to get swept. I think like to we almost we got swept in Oakland that time. Oh, so it yeah. would be like it would be like shit like that where he would give up, he would blow a save, and it'd be like the the worst time. You know like, what I'm saying? What? Yeah, that's actually <laughs> that's a great point, man. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah, he like and he just the fact that he always remained like so calm, yet had these few but powerful emotional moments on the mound. I thought it was so incredible, right? Like, obviously, we all know, like, when you blow a save, you still walk off the same way. Like, I always remember in 96, game six of the World Series, he came in seventh, eighth innings and just mowed down the Braves. And the crowd was ridiculous. And he just walked so slowly from the mound back to the dugout, you know, just, like, calmly taking it in, not acknowledging, but just, like, soaking it in because that's how he was so poised, right? And then the emotion on the mound... Game seven of the 03 ALCS, him crying after throwing those three shutout innings when Boone hits the home run. And then when Andy and Derek went to take him out. And oh, yeah. Like, and that, like, just seeing him, like, how even keeled he was, but allowing himself to really feel in those few moments where he just, like, let it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think he, he wanted to cry on the mound that when Andy and, and uh, Derek came out there. I think it just happened. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it was such a cool moment. To even be a part of, like to be out there, that was dope. What would you did? Did you ever have like opposing hitters like talk to you about Mo and what it was like facing Mo? Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think people ever really talked about it. Like it was just, you know, what I'm saying. Like I, I mean, no, not not that I could think of. Um, nah, it was just, just it was always just rougher guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it really was. It's yeah. it, he's incredible, and he's such a. I can remember. Um, you remember the first Hope Week in '09 uh, that we did? I don't remember. I don't know I what. Don't remember. Okay, but the first event was at this uh, couple's home in the Bronx, and they would do this like youth group thing where they like um, 
bring kids in and they'd speak to them and have like really interesting dialogues. I forget the the couple's name, but it was like really interesting discussions. And Mo, that was Mo's event that he was doing for Hope Week, and I was there as part of Yankees on Demand. And it was like a small apartment, so it was a bunch of us like cramped in there. And Mo and I just ended up next to each other, listening as this guy was kind of going through his program that he does with the youth. And it's like Mo just like, and you know, some some people are going to be there because they have to be there, but they're not going to be engaged or invested. And Mo just like turning to me and being like, "This is what it's all about. You see how beautiful this is. You see how these how beautiful these conversations are." this is what human life is all about. Like, just, like, so touched by it, you know? Like, and I'm like, he just had, like, such a dignity to him, you know? I mean, yeah. he still does, obviously. But, like, so I'm just so happy with this dude because nah, he deserved this honor. He deserved it for sure. I'm, I'm happy Moose got in, too. Um, you know, obviously, he deserved it playing all that, that long in AO East, um, not getting his World Series, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, winning 20 games and walking off. It, it was it's, it's, it's good that he got in. Have you ever gotten to interact with I've never. I've never – said hello a word anything to him ever i'm telling you right now he would be a fascinating episode because he's a he's an interesting dude doesn't talk in cliches at all like if he doesn't think your question is worthy he'll let you know like you know (laughs) like i we did something with him in montoursville after he retired one of the my favorite things i've ever done like and people everyone was like you know you got to be careful he can be a you know whatever i'm like I, you know, whatever. He couldn't have been more interesting and better to us. Like, nice. it was, oh, dude, it was. That's good. I'm glad he got in, man. That's awesome. He had an amazing career, man. He did. He had a good career. You know, like, yeah. I mean, like, he, for a long time. like Pitching all in this division. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And I do think that matters. You know, like, high stakes, big division, big games. Like, Yeah, one, I think that matters for sure. P- playing against the best competition. Yeah. You know, and being able to. Not being on the best team. Right. You know, and being able to hold you on. What do you think, you when you're on the ballot five years after you retire, so 2024 will be the first year you'll be on the ballot, right? What do you think you'll be like? Because um, obviously you could get in, even you could get in year one, year five, whatever. Do you think you'll be like, have people over, huddle around the phone. Will you wait and see? Oh no, I, w- I won't. Like I won't be wor- waiting. No, no, nah, I don't. Th- I don't think I could do that because I'd be so disappointed if I didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm not gonna be sitting there waiting. Like just wait to like do whatever, and then if it happens, it happens. Do you think you'd just treat it like, hey, I'm not expecting anything. We'll see what happens. Don't they? Don't they usually like know if you go? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works either. Um, Cause in like the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they tell you to go like wait in a hotel room, and you either get a knock on your door. But the or you night don't. before, yeah, yeah. So like this is like they show Mo like getting a call. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like how do they know? Like obviously they well, know they for knew Mo. You know in, what I'm saying? Yeah. But like for Moose, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What about uh, Roy Holiday? Did they know? Did he know before? Right. It's true. So. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how that works. Will you be nervous? Or you just kind of go do something else that day. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah. It's so far away. I know it you is. You know what I'm saying? It it's is. like, yeah, I don't know. It, um, it is. But. Yeah. I mean, I want to get in, but I don't, I mean, I'm not like, it's not like a, I don't know. I'll be fine if I don't. Yeah. You know yeah. Like, I know what you mean. It's not like a, my life's a failure. If yeah. I didn't get in. Like yeah. I still had a good career. Yeah. I still won a World Series. Like yeah. I still play for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like two World Series. Yeah. Two. It'll that's be right. two by then. That's right. You know Come what I'm on, saying? man. So, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it won't diminish anything I accomplished. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. No. Uh, but it would be fun to get in for sure. I have an important question I have to ask you. I've also been told I need to tell this story on the air. So, But I have to ask you, would you 
go to your podcast co-host wedding if it was in Italy? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on when it is, guys. <laughs> That's right. It depends yeah. on when it is and if I can like make another trip out of it. Like yeah. if I can go to somewhere else out turn, turn around it. it and, if like Saint Tropez is included in the uh or, yeah, or, for or, sure. or, or you're going to see soccer for afterwards sure. or something like that. Yeah, man. This is our first time recording since I became an engaged. Congratulations, man, man. bro. Thank Congratulations. you. Dude. Thank you. I have to say, I was I literally was thinking of you and Andrew McCutcheon. Like leading up to it because of the episode. Oh, where the we story. Talk, yeah, 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 yeah. Where we talk about McCutcheon getting engaged on uh, Ellen and you talking about how your dad was waiting a video yeah. and you just like were so nervous, whatever. You just asked in the bathroom upstairs, yeah. like, right? Like, because. When Amber came in and saw you had the ring or something. Nah, she like didn't that. see it. I just got nervous. Like I saw her and came in, and then and then uh, we did. I just did it right there. <laughs> but where'd you? Where where I was out of? Where was I? I was out of town. You were. Yeah, yeah. I was gone. Where'd you do it at? So I um, I did it at this art gallery called Hollis Taggart Gallery. Shout out to them. They couldn't have been nicer, more helpful, unbelievable. So like, I had known that like I. I knew I wanted to do it before uh, Andrea and I went to going to Hawaii, and I was like, "All right, like she might have her antenna up then." I want to do it before that, and so I was like trying to find a time, right? And so we already had dinner plans with uh, my friend Bobby and his wife Julie, and so I was like, "All right, she'll be like dressed up or whatever, already like ready to go out to dinner. I can like use this as the excuse." To like get her out and like, cause you know I had to like have a reason, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I um, I had you know that set up and I told them I was like, hey, I'm gonna bail on these dinner plans, but I have a good reason why, whatever. They're like, great, cool, we'll play along. So I was like, all right, I wanted to do something that was like sort of um, you know, in character with like something we enjoy or our, or our relationship or whatever. And like we both like going to art galleries, and so I was like, okay, that might be something. And you know me, man, I love love. I'm a total romantic, so like this is something like I've always <laughs> wanted to do, like, and I wanted to do it up big, right? So, I, the, you, the artist uh, Joe, who did uh, the um, Yoda oh, okay. that, that yeah, I gave yeah. you for your birthday, yeah. he uh, also does paintings. So I had given him like a few pictures and then I found out he, I asked him which one does he think would paint best uh, pictures of Andrea and me and um, I he said this one now my idea was to have him do an oil painting of me and Andrea and then in the bottom corner instead of signing his name sign will you marry me and his idea was what if I do it even like as will and then the initial you and marry me so it like really looks like a name. And I was like, perfect, bro. That's great. You know? Yeah, that's dope. And it's funny because everybody who you kind of bring in to have help you. They add they something. They add something. Yeah. yeah, they really do. And they enhance it. So um, anyway, so he's like, yeah, I love this idea. The picture he chooses that he says will be best to paint is one of me and her from Lake Como in front of Villa Balbianello, mm. which interestingly enough is where Anakin and Padme got married. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I got the Star Wars <laughs> tie-in too, right? So my idea, and obviously I could tell a 40-minute version of this, but I won't Brett Gardner you. <laughs> Instead, I will, uh, I'll shorten it. So my idea was like, all right, we'll go to the art gallery. Like I'll, uh, you know, kind of like steer her around, whatever. They'll put up the painting. We'll get to it and I'll ask there, you know? 
So, uh, and then we'll go to dinner afterwards, just the two of us. But, you know, she'll have thought we were going to go to dinner with our friends. So anyway, so the art gallery was amazing down. They even gave me suggestions. I went there a couple times ahead of time to set it up. I'm like, sure you went fucking every day for like the, <laughs> for like the week leading up. <laughs> texting every day. Texting, are you good? Are you good? You know what I I'm did I'm sure do? you wore those I, people out, guys. I I, <laughs> I got it, dude. But... I actually, you know what else I did? I and and I, I'll give credit. So Axelrod, our good friend Brian Axelrod, I met up with him and he gave me a bottle of Ace to have planted there. Okay. And he was like, you know, the group chat might be mad that I know this and they don't. I said it's okay, man. They'll deal with it. It's all right. We got to keep the circle as small as possible. Oh, so anyway, so I brought one of the days. I brought that, and they were like, look, we take paintings off the wall a lot. How about this? We'll have a painting removed from the center when you walk in. So this is like um. Someone who partners with the gallery is parents of people I went to middle school with. They're like, we'll say Vincent. Vincent Valerino is his name. Shout out to him because he made it happen. Sent over something you guys should check out. Then take her to, there's like one little nook to the right of the gallery. Take her over there. Get her back turned to the wall. We'll look in the security camera. We'll bring out the painting as you do. And then it'll be on the wall. I said, perfect. I also had, you know, uh, Jim Petrozello, one of our photographers with the Yankees. He, curly haired dude, you probably recognize him if you know, but, but he, I hired to be like hidden photographer too. So anyway, I get there. As you said, bro, first of all, I was flying in from Minnesota that day and it was when we were supposed to get the huge snowstorm here that we didn't. Thank oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. I have the universe looking out for me there. But what you said about like that energy is just like different. It's like a different level of like nerves or whatever. You are right, man. Like just trying to like pull it off or whatever. I was like shaking like as, <laughs> and and i remember asking you too like is it because you're like worried are you do like should you be doing it whatever and it's like no it's just about like it's just a different life moment mm -hmm. you talked about that too like when you're uh waiting for your bride to come down the aisle like how yeah. it's just like a it's like a crazy different energy right like you always see guys crying and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah exactly and i definitely will and so <laughs> but anyway so we i took her to the corner they put the painting up and then we turned the corner and uh, I think she's going to see the painting right away on the wall because there's only like eight paintings on that wall and she doesn't see it. She just goes right up to the wall and looks at like painting one and two and three and then finally gets right in front of it, you know, and she, she just thought it was like this awesome surprise gift. And so she gives me a big hug and kiss like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. And then I grabbed her hand, started saying some nice things. And I was like shaking. And that's when she realized, wait, something else is going on here, you know. And then uh, and then I at the end pointed her to the signature and then got down on my knee and I had the ring in a gift bag because I didn't want it on my body because I figured she would like feel it yeah. if she hugged me, you know. Yeah. So and then asked and uh, it was great, man. She was totally surprised. It was amazing. Nice. Man. Congratulations. Then, thank bro. you, man. Thank you, man. It was fun. It was fun. And then we went to you ever been to Daniel? I've never been there. Dude. Amazing. If you want like, I mean, fancy as hell, but like an incredible experience. We, we ended up having dinner there that night. It was awesome man yeah, like I gotta check that out. awesome dude like one I of those never, like i never even heard of that place it's um it's like it's a it, it's a great special occasion spot okay. like if you and amber wanted to do like i don't know something super fancy like just the two of you whatever you're celebrating an anniversary or something like that it's a good spot for that man all right I'll check it, it is out. yeah but so now you know now we move on from uh the story to uh, you know whether or not you'll be able to make it to Italy for the when, wedding. When is it? I don't know yet, but oh, I yeah, think I yeah, but but I think I think probably summer of 2020. 
I think. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'll, yeah be, I'll be open. I'll be on my world man. tour, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on a world tour in 2020, and I, that'll that'll be a part of. It. We have to work that in there. All right, good. It'll be it'll be part of it. <laughs> do you know where? You, like, do you have the spots you want to go? Africa. Mm. I'm, I'm starting with Africa, and then I'll just work. I'll work from there. How long do you think you're gonna go away for? For Africa? Yeah. How long is this trip gonna yeah, be? Yeah. How long's your world tour? I think gonna the be? trip's gonna be a whole month, like two months, like the whole summer. But I think I'll spend most of it in Africa. Wow. Like just going around That's different awesome. places, like a month. I want to spend like a month there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Will the kids come with you guys? At like different like points, I'm sure okay. Lil C will be playing, you know, and the kid, the girls have dance and stuff, and Carter will be playing baseball. So, like we'll like I you know I plan on like having them come certain places, certain places drive fly back. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that's going to be amazing, man. Yeah, I'm excited for Th- it. That's like... My 40th will be in uh, oh, yeah. south of France. That'll oh, be my 40th nice, birthday, man. so, it'll, so yeah. it'll work out. All right, so you already got it planned yeah, out, man. good. You're July 28th? My birthday My birthday is yeah. July 21st. 21st. I think right, my Alex bad. is the 28th. See, oh, okay, A-Rod yeah. A-Rod guy. He's the A-Rod guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I knew it was one of you guys. That's awesome, man, though. That's what you do. So you know what? You go to Italy in June as, for the wedding, and then you uh, work your way around yeah, and finish off around. for your 40th. Yeah, it's the Olympics and, and all that shit, so yeah, yeah man, summer. I know. It's good. Dude, oh, fantastic. What do you... Are you excited yet for retirement, or are you just thinking about this season? I'm, I'm, I, I can't let myself get so excited about retirement. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to lock in for the season. Like during this off season, I was excited about retirement. Yeah. But now that the that uh, spring training is getting closer, I'm starting to get get locked in and want to see the guys and kind of hang out, start golfing, and um, I, you notice I didn't say anything about baseball. Just start, like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, see the, the guys, guys start, start golfing, golfing, go fishing. Oh. Oh um, and yeah. just hang out. But now, nah, like, I'm ready for it, the baseball to start. Yeah. You ready to get to Tampa? Yeah. I see. You know what's funny? Because, like, it's such a long season, but I feel like every year, right? Like, once, like, Christmas has passed, you guys are always, like, ready to go. Yeah, it is such a long season, and it, it wears us down, like, I mean, like, no other. But two months after the season, you're ready to do it again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a weird thing that we're conditioned to, like, just be ready to play. And, yeah. you know, that's just part of it. So, um, this to be the last time, though. I'm, re- I'm ready for it to be the last time. Do you think you're going to be nostalgic throughout the season, like noticing different things that maybe, maybe you haven't taken oh, the time? Oh yeah, to? I'll be crying and all kind of shit at different th- different points of the season, and you know, different places that I love to go. Like you know, I'll be sad last time going to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Kansas City, all those places I love to go. I'm sure be I mean a lot to me for sure. That's interesting, man. Where where do you think like what road city do you think will invoke the most emotion? Probably for you? Cleveland. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've already I haven't even looked on the schedule yet to see uh, when we play them. I think it's like we usually play them in July. Um, but yeah, I mean I, that'll be that'll be hard. I think Oakland will probably be tough. Um, Anaheim is. It's a place where, like, my, my family comes a lot. Mm. So that'll be, you know, that'll be a weird spot to, to have that be the last time. But we have a good schedule this year. We play in San Fran. We play in Dodger Stadium. We play in Arizona. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Actually, a lot of West Coast stuff. We got a lot of, of West Coast League. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be good for, like, my family can come yeah. see me that last time. So it'll be good. You think you probably have people, like, every oh, Rome I'm have city? People yeah. All, I mean, yeah, it's, it's already, <laughs> it's already, it's already started. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Who handles that for you? 
Uh, Amber. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Amber's a superwoman. Yeah, she does it all. She really does. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. Well, I mean, we know, even with podcast stuff, right? Like, we need Amber's approval. Oh, yeah. She does She, she does the schedule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she does. She is our schedule maker. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's like, I'll, I'll text Sadie different things. And it's like, this is cool, but we need the Amber approval first. I'm like, <laughs> yes, sure. I agree. By the way, just on a, uh, on a, a other sports note, are you going to Super Bowl? I'm not going. I'm not. I, I've okay. been traveling too much, man. There's been too much shit going on this offseason. I need to chill out. All right, cool. I'll watch you at the house. Me, Siegel, and Axelrod will be there without you. You guys going? Yeah, we are all going. You, are you working? Or you got no, stuff to do? You just going? I'm just going. I'm just going. Uh, the I'm you going. guys stand for the game? Or you? Or you I, just... yeah, I'm. I'm only going Saturday, Sunday. Usually, I go for like the week or yeah, whatever like days week, leading yeah. up to. But um, I have a game. Friday night in actually my game Friday night is sick. It's um Houston Denver. Oh, that'd which, be fun. Yeah, so I have a game. I have that game Friday night, so I'm just gonna go Saturday and Sunday. Um, and it's Andrea's first time too, so sh- she's excited about it. Oh, she's going down with yeah. you. Oh, yeah, that'd be and, fun. and my parents go, so it's like a yeah, it's a fun deal. And and then we'll probably like you know probably get some time hanging with Matt and and Axel Ross. So it'll be good, man. Yeah. Be, you know the atmosphere around Super Bowl is amazing. Yeah, it's man. always fun, but I'm just worried that like the Rams don't have a fan base. I'm you know a little worried about that too. Yes, it's, and then the Patriots fans are like, "Hey, I just watch the shit at home." Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I don't know what it's gonna be like in Atlanta. I mean, obviously it's, it's gonna be a lot of people, and it's, the atmosphere will be fun. But like, if the Chiefs fans were there, you know what I'm saying? Or the Saints or like the fans. Saints fans being able to drive over, like yes. that shit would have been nuts. Nuts. So like, I mean, I'm a little. I mean, the Rams literally don't have like. I know. I, I like. I am curious about that. Like, like to is, see how it is. Is it yeah. going to sound like a Patriots home game yeah. because of that? You know, you never know. Yeah, and whenever I say something like that, I do know there's at least like some ridiculously, uh, you know, there's some diehard Rams fan who's listening to this right now. Like, no, Fuck it you ma- guys. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, it matters a, a, a ton for me. But is St. Louis? Yeah. yeah, like the oh, St. Louis fans. Isn't Luke Voigt a Rams fan? Remember he hopped on. Yeah, man, we like encouraged him. Yeah, we, we did. We encouraged him. Was yeah, like, oh right. no, you can go to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's you okay. You can be an LA Rams fan. So now it's working out. I wonder if he's out. going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to text him and see. I would be like, man. nah, fuck that. You can't jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see what Void's like off-season workouts are like, man. <laughs> he got married. Oh, he did. That's he got right. Married, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Luke. I'm sure everybody Luke's on the listening. team either got married or they went to Hawaii. <laughs> Everybody went on the same vacation. We we got we got stuck on that plane from Kansas City, and we got like free fly vouchers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So everybody took the furthest trip that they could, like staying in the U.S., and that was Hawaii. Guess so who else is doing that? Everybody's in that. Oh, you were on yeah. that trip? Yeah. So you I, got a voucher? I got a voucher oh, yeah, for the Dallas flight. part yeah, of it, yeah, where yeah, we yeah, had yeah. to turn around to come yeah, back. Yeah. So this is a yeah. free. Yeah. yeah so free my trip. trip to Hawaii, I alluded yeah. to. That that's what I'm doing. Yeah, everybody's, on the, everybody's on the same fucking yeah, trip. Exactly. Everybody went to the like they literally. I can't wait to get to spring training and just ask ask everybody as a group how was your vacation because they all did the same fucking thing. Everybody, it's hilarious. Did everybody hit up Mama's Fish House though? They, oh yeah. Oh my yeah, god. You know I made sure to get everybody on that. Got to do that. Uh, who, who do you think is gonna win, Ram or pa- Rams or Patriots? Man, I want the Rams to win. C.J. Anderson's from my hometown. We actually grew up like in the same, literally in the same neighborhood. I've been oh wow, that, man! Been knowing that kid his whole life. Um, so that would be fun to to see him. You know, get us. It'd be a second Super Bowl too. So oh, it'd be yeah, fun to see him win a second one. But yeah, I just it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, like you know, can't man. do it. It's fucking. It's just impossible, especially with them having two weeks. Yeah. To prepare, they'll they'll come out. They'll they'll figure it out. 
I kind of agree. Like it just it sucks that like it's sad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they'll figure it out. Right, right, right. I, I guess it's what people that that are not Warriors fans say about well, like the who's gonna, <laughs> yeah. who's gonna win the NBA championship? Right, like there's they've struggled for a period of time. <laughs> eh, they'll figure it out. They'll win another title. You're right. It is. It's amazing what they've done for this period of time. Like think about Tom Brady's first Super Bowl he was in was 17 years ago. I was there. I was at that one. You were. Yeah. That was a great game I too. I was at the Rams against the Rams. Yeah. Yep. He's facing the same team 17 years later. That's so it's incredible. insane, man. That's what I said about like Jeter and Mo too. But in you know 09. what? But a but, but a, a thing about him too is that like he went from like just don't fuck this game up for us. Like just let our defense play. Don't throw any interceptions. Don't fuck this up to like the greatest of all time. Yes. So you have to respect that. Yes. Like he wasn't Peyton Manning when he came out of college. You no. know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't winning them the Super Bowl. He was the game manager. He was the game manager yeah. that turned into the fucking goat. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to respect that, man. Like I don't understand how people don't don't like people in the New York area hate Tom Brady, right? They do. But you have to respect him because of that. Like he went from don't fuck this game up for us and let us kick field goals and you know what I'm saying? To like he's winning the games. Like that's insane, man. I think our that promo for this episode is going to be some part of what you just said describing him. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> he, true, though. He went, he went from don't fuck this game up to, to the, the goat. fucking goat. He yeah, went from don't right. fuck this up to the goat. It's Seriously. amazing, man. It's it crazy. Really, it really is incredible. So it's, it's, I mean, you, it's hard not to to like that guy and root for that guy. I mean, obviously, I know him being in the same division up here with the Jets fans and all that stuff, but, man, that dude's incredible. Man. Also, shame on the AFC East. The rest of the team for never, dog, ever, ever putting terrible. up a fight for the Patriots. Oh, the my fucking God. fucking Dolphins and oh. fucking uh, Bills, Bills and Jets. Like, Jets. Like, are you that kidding me? That division is awful. 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 They, they, I mean, now what the Patriots done have done is unquestionably unbelievable. Yeah, but it's like they it's, all give up. Right, they have already given up. It's also Until amazing. Belichick and Brady are, are out of there, it's right. like they've given up. None you know of those like, teams figured out a way to compete <laughs> any year. Not one. I mean, come man, on, man. It's crazy. For any sustained period of time, like the Jets had a couple random years, right? But And the Dolphins maybe like one random year since they started. Otherwise, the Patch have just they've been wiped killing the floor, the man. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. How about last thing? Anthony Davis trade talk. What do you think about that? Oh, man. Uh, I hate it. I hate it as a fan. Yeah. As a player, it's awesome to see. Like, these guys controlling their own destiny, young guys doing whatever they want, going wherever they want, saying what they want to do. Lonzo Ball now saying he don't want to play for Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that bullshit. But, (laughs) like, as a player, it's, 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 it's awesome to see. But as a fan, I'm like, this is fucking He's two years away from being a free agent. Yeah. Like, I had to sit my time out in Cleveland before I came to – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. It is what it is. Like, you got drafted by them, play hard for them, like, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and move on. But for these guys to be putting out what they want to happen and – I don't know. It's just weird, man. I, I don't never, I don't know if I could put myself in that situation. Even like with Christian Yelich when he was like, I want to get traded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, that's just not – in me, like as a player, so you know, kudos to those dudes for being, being able to put themselves out there like that, and you know, work themselves a trade. This guy's going to get traded to the Lakers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit is happening, <laughs> and like it's just the weirdest thing that like everybody knows already. Uh, and I wouldn't, if I was the Lakers, I know people are like, "Oh, don't deal Kuzma." I'm sorry, if that's what it takes to get Anthony Davis, Kuzma's in that deal. I'm fine with that. Like I, man, I don't it, know. Guys. You really like him, huh? Kuzma's a beast. He's like re- there's other pieces you can give up. Yeah, but I but the but the Pelicans are gonna make them give them uh, Kuzma. Yes. Now, especially because after they came out and said that this is, this is tampering and yeah, they crying. You like, know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there. You, in my opinion, you gotta give up two of three between Ball, Ingram, and Kuzma, 
and then probably Zubats and two first round picks. And if you're New Orleans, Shit. you know, you're That's a lot. It's a lot, but you have LeBron I mean, James Anthony and Davis. Anthony Davis then, yeah. you know? Like yeah, I mean you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, and, and you'll and you'll have one of those other three guys and then you're gonna attract somebody else. So so if you got LeBron and Anthony Davis, you really don't need, need Kuzma. You right. would need Lonzo Ball, to be honest with you. Yeah, at the poor somebody. Yeah, yeah, at the point. At the yeah, point. Yeah, it's true. I don't I still I mean, don't know what ball is gonna be, you know? I mean, at, at the very least, he can run the point for those dudes. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, he's fast and he, and, he can, and he can handle the ball. He sees the court. Yeah. So maybe he don't get traded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's Kuzma Ingram. And then, then you don't have – maybe you give up one first-round pick if it's Kuzma and not Ball. And it's Ingram. Yeah, it's you Ingram, might. You, you might. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may be, work, be able to work a little better deal if you, if, you, if you give up Kuzma. The other interesting part of it is if Boston wants in, they have to wait till July. Well, why? Why? Because there's a there's a nuanced rule um, within the salary cap about the amount of like uh, max players you can have via trade, um, and so in this case, they already have Kyrie Irving in that situation, so they need to wait till they could sign Kyrie Irving as like. As a different entity than what they acquired him as, and then acquire Anthony Davis, so and they I, can do that July first. So I feel like the AD's camp knew that, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So and he the, he what, clearly wants the Lakers, yeah. right? Like he, so, this is the best way to set it up. Yes, this is the best way to give them these get. these couple weeks to do it. And then the next thing you do is you'd like not flagrantly, but subliminally or under the radar in some fashion put out that like hey he's only going to sign an extension with the Lakers. Everyone else he's going to wait for free that agency. That is crazy though. Isn't that nuts? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the way that, that like the shit's just get orchestrated like it's fucked up. It's it is crazy, it's man. It's crazy. It is crazy. But it, I mean, yeah, I mean like as a fan it's, it's weird to watch, but as a player it's fun to, to see these guys get up and do whatever they want. And I would say this, as much as he might say that and try and scare other teams off, kind of like what would seem like Paul George was I, I, doing. I would still trade for him. I agree. Cuz if you have a great Situation, I you believe th- in your culture. If I was bo- like, if, yeah, if I was Boston, right? I mean, obviously they can't do it, but uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Who else? If if I was uh, somebody else that like had has a good little core yeah. of players that could like actually make a run for a championship and say, "Fuck it, I'm yeah. trading for him." You know what I'm saying? And maybe this shit works out just like it did, like you said, with Paul George. Yeah, exactly. You know what, Toronto. Could they Toronto. give up a couple young pieces for it? And you know what? Sometimes, right? If you get to if you get him to Toronto with Kawhi, Kawhi's staying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. He might stay. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they're like, "Wow, we like this plan," they're together. staying there. Yeah, that's the thing. If you believe you can convince them, you know, then you can find out. See, fun episode, man. Yes, sir. Good to be back, dude. Yeah, man. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, download. C wants you to. It's Do it all. Man. Yeah, that's right. And we'll be back next Thursday. Every Thursday, new episodes of R2C2. Peace.